Hello everybody, welcome to a special festive celebratory edition of the Buddhist Centre podcast. We don't often get to do a sort of emergency broadcast, but this is like a really good emergency broadcast. I'm Chandra Dasa, and instead of being in the United States, where I usually am, talking to people on Zoom, I'm here in the Garden of England, in the garden of a good friend, someone who we want to celebrate today, who's actually being celebrated nationally here in the UK. It's a special weekend already because it's the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. And on that occasion, the Queen honours citizens of the United Kingdom who've made a contribution to the life and welfare and well-being of the Queendom, in this case. And we're here with the greatest Queen of them all, Vidyamala. Hey! She's being celebrated by the blackbirds. If you listen, you can hear the blackbirds of Ledbury in Herefordshire in England in the background. We're here with Vidyamala in her home with her partner Sona and her very good friend Arya Jaya. And we just wanted to lead with a little story about this. You'll see it on the website and in the newsletter just celebrating Vidyamala being made an OBE, which she's going to tell us about in a second but there was too good an opportunity to miss to say hello. So welcome Vidyamala, OBE, Dame Vidyamala, <laughs> Lady Vidyamala of Ledbury. Thank you. Well, it's really wonderful to be here. I'm an, I think it's a member of the Order of the British Empire, yes. OBE, which is still a tremendous honour. It's, it's very moving, actually. It's for the work we've done at Breathworks, really. I think the technical thing is as co-founder of Breathworks for services to well-being and pain management. So that's what I've been recognised for. And it's pretty prestigious here in the UK to be named in the honours list. Two lists a year, there's the Queen's birthday and there's the New Year's honour. And this has coincided with the Platinum Jubilee of our yeah. Queen. So that's pretty amazing. This is like the biggest honours list of all time, really. Yeah. <laughs> this is like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you're on it. Yes. I've actually known since the 20th of April. Oh, this is a secret that's been Yes, so I've had, I've had to keep the secret. Well, Sona knew because he was here when I opened the letter. <laughs> but yeah, I just got this envelope through the post and it had, you know, personal and private and confidential and from the cabinet office on the envelope. And I thought, gosh, what is this? And I thought it might have been an invitation to some kind of event because every now and then I do get these invitations. And then I opened it and it's, you know, it says you've been recommended to get this award to the Queen or by the Queen or something. Can't remember the exact wording. And yeah, I was really blown away. And Sona was here, so we were both quite amazed, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you were so happy when you realised it was true. I know, it's the sort of thing I think, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> so that was amazing. Then I've had to sit on it since the 20th of April. Mm. Three people at Breathworks knew because you're allowed to tell people who are involved in marketing and that kind of stuff and public yeah. relations. So mm. three people at Breathworks who've been beavering away behind the scenes doing press releases and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll talk in a little minute about Breathworks and what it represents for Breathworks and the amazing work you've done. But we've got Arya Jaya and Sona here. And I was quite interested in you two being here because... There's a whole aspect of what you do, Vidyamala, that's relational. And it's mm. about people not just coming into relationship with themselves and their bodies in a new way, but it's that to the end of connecting in society. And you're making a real contribution, and that's been honoured. So you were there when she got the letter. Why do you think she deserves an OBE? Well, I can see exactly how much work and how much of her time she puts into helping people. And there's two reasons, really. One, Vidyamala is just so amazing, the amount of help she gives to people and she really enjoys it and I say you're doing too much work 
And I think in her mind, it isn't work. She just, you know, loves doing it. Talking to people, she says, really relaxing. And <laughs> so it's sort of like for her, it seems to be stimulating and wonderful. But I've known Vidya Mala for over 20 years. We've been in a relationship for over 20 years. And I know she's been living with pain the whole time. And she's just the most positive person I know. And it's sort of unbelievable. I still can't get my head around how someone could be walking around in pain. Like at the weekend, she couldn't sleep because she had nerve pain in her legs because she'd overdone it a little bit when we went to visit family. And she was in a lot of pain. And at the same time, she's just so positive and just so positive about other people. And she's just a can-do person. So who else would you give OBEs to? <laughs> and, you know, a lot of people are nice to other people and things, but she's really affecting kind of globally, really, people around the world through what she started. And you know, it's really been an honour for me just to support her, actually, in all that work. And I've actually really enjoyed looking after her and being a carer and things and uh-huh. to help, you know, being a sport to her. So it's been wonderful. And so... The hardest thing was keeping it secret. I just wanted to celebrate it with all our friends and everyone, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. got the yeah. thing. So just had to bottle it up. And Arjay, you're from Oceania, both of you. You're, you're oh, really yeah. good friends. What would you say is the number one reason that the Queen should honour Vidya Mahal? <laughs> well... I'm just thinking about how you have, Vidyamala, turned around your experience of pain into something incredibly positive. And that just, I think, is really remarkable, not only to do that for yourself, but then to offer what you found helpful to hundreds, thousands of other people, tirelessly, joyfully finding the best way to make that available to others. For me, I know you as a friend, I know you as a a fellow Dharma practitioner, a fellow order member who has just put their practice into action in a way that I think has affected more people than I think many of us really know. And maybe if Vidimala says more about Breathworks, the Breathworks Foundation, you know, we can understand just how far the reach of mm. Breathworks has gone mm. from maybe Sona and Vidyamala offering a few classes to people to Ratnaguna to a foundation that has trainers all over the world and is offering pain management to people all over the world. That is remarkable. You've had a remarkable reach from your own transformation and ongoing, as Sona said, you're not free of pain. You mm. continue to work with them, just offering that to others all over the world. I think the reach and your dedication and, yeah, you're a positive person, but you're also a remarkably emotionally intelligent person, mm. I think, who has used your practice to make that really possible. Yeah, there's a magic, isn't there? And you were using the phrase earlier, translation. In our particular Buddhist community, this podcast is coming from the Triatna Buddhist community, we often talk about trying to translate the Buddhist path into the West. And I guess that happened in the 60s, 70s, maybe a little bit before that. And this is another layer of translation mm. where you're doing that magic of taking not just your own experience of pain and positive response to pain, but also the deeper background of Buddhist practice mm. and the existential pain that your kind of work helps yeah. relieve for people. I sometimes think of myself as being, or attempting to be, a translator of the translator. Because of course, Bante Sankarachita, he did this extraordinary work of bringing traditional Buddhism into a modern world, Western and obviously in India. 
And, you know, in the UK, it's not really a very religious country. So I think our Buddhist movement is absolutely amazing. I'm a very dedicated order member, very committed order member. And there's, is it 70 million people in the UK? Something yeah. like that. And if you think how many of those people are voluntarily ever going to go to the doors of Buddhist Centre, it's probably a fraction, Hard which being. is in no way, no disrespect to the Buddhist Centres. They're absolutely essential. Of course they are. But what about all the other 69 million people who are suffering. So I've found it just very interesting to spend the last 20 years trying to figure out how can we translate the essence of the Buddha Dharma in a way that somebody who's lying in a hospital bed with cancer mm. is going to be able to understand. And it's been so good for my own practice because I can't fall back on Pali and Sanskrit terms without really knowing well, what do they really mean. I've had to find non-Buddhist, non-technical language to communicate, I hope, the essence of the Buddha Dharma, because of course, mindfulness, I think is amazing. And of course, someone's used the word shallowed out, it can become quite shallow. And I don't think we've done that at Breathworks at all. I think at Breathworks, mm. because Sona, myself, Ratnaguna, who put tons into Breathworks for many years, and then all the people subsequent, I think we've been very loyal to the tradition of depth. And we're coming from our Buddhist practice. And I think we've done really well with that. I feel very proud of that. And what a wonderful kind of fascinating journey for 20 years. Like, yeah. how do we do this? And always feeling in my heart these people who are in situations often very dark, very bleak. I not infrequently get messages from people saying, you saved my life, quite literally, because they're in the darkest of places. And it's just profoundly satisfying. And it's helped me with my pain so much. I think before I started running courses at the Manchester Buddhist Centre way back in 2001 were the first courses and my back was terrible then and I had been pretty much housebound for a few years in quite a dark place myself and I had this kind of I don't know some voice or something it was like Vijimali you need to get out more you need to do something for other people just mulching away in your bedroom kind of disappearing into this tunnel of my own suffering mm. and you know obviously that was very important I needed to face all that very deeply but the sense wouldn't it be amazing to do something for other people that would be so good for me so good for them and that's the magic as well I think something in human nature that when we're generous when we're kind when we go beyond ourselves realistically we get so nourished by that yeah and I love the whole symbol of the bodhisattva I love the symbol it's not just for oneself. That's right. You just keep giving. Just give, give, give as much as you can. And you do, you do. For Yamala, you're always teaching. There's always another project. There's always another group of people mm. to reach out to. Mm. And, you know, then you joyfully move to the next thing. Yeah, I find that quite amazing. Yeah. It strikes me, actually, just listening to you. I was talking last week with some of our friends in Poland who work at the Krakow Buddha Centre, mm. and they were talking really movingly about just going to the railway station, meeting these yes. Ukrainian refugees yeah. and trying to respond mm -hmm. and actually immediately being asked to respond differently from the way they wanted to respond. Mm -hmm. Just listening to you, I sort of wonder if we're moving past the metaphor of translation at this point, because we often talk as Western Buddhists or Buddhists in that kind of culture about well, when does it start to find native expression in the culture? And this is it, isn't it? It's like you're, so. you're talking to everyone. Mm -hmm. It's not really identified as Buddhist, but it's so deeply rooted in that tradition of mm. mindfulness and kindness and the belief in how deeply that can change someone. Mm. Yeah, there's a lovely thing for Pachor Rinpoche, if I can remember it correctly. You know, wonderful 
wild Tibetan master, steeped in the teachings, you know, he'd be able to recite highly technical Buddhist teachings, I'm sure. And he said something like, live with an open heart and act with kindness. There is no higher teaching. I just love that. It's yeah. so simple and it's so pure. And in a way, that's what I, I'm very inspired and motivated by that. Live with an open heart and act with kindness. There is no higher teaching. And that's been another thing I found very interesting in this, I suppose, for the last 20 years, I've had these streams of deepening more and more and more as an order member in Tri Ratna and going more deeply into the teachings and then deepening more and more into breathworks, trying to find the language around that. And in a way, where I'm at now is I think, well, the Dharma is really simple. You know, very hard to put into practice, but conceptually, it doesn't need to be complicated. You know, it's like let go of clinging, let go of aversion, live with flow, open your heart, be kind. (laughs) Let go of of concretising experience and setting up these barriers between oneself and other around one's mental states. I found that really inspiring. Yeah. It doesn't need to be complicated. It takes quite a lot of courage, doesn't it, to believe that that's enough? It's enough just to live that way? I think so. It's not actually philosophy, it's not Mm. highfalutin. It's like there's a challenge to just live that way. I think so. And then, of course, I can have doubt where I think, oh, God, that's all a bit basic. You should be, you know, learning Pali or something. (laughs) So I can have that doubt or think I'm just a bit thick, I'm not reading enough and (laughs) I'm not stretching myself intellectually enough. I do have those voices, but I'm not doing those things because actually I'm not motivated to. (laughs) (laughs) Because actually I just want to live with an open heart and be kind. But I think you're actually doing it. That's the thing, isn't it? It's not an abstract intellectual exercise in any sense. You are actually doing that. Mm. I see that in you. Yeah. That's what I see. That's who I meet when I meet Vidyamala, somebody mm. who's just opening their heart and being kind more mm. and more deeply, I'd say, in the time I've known you. Oh, just delightful. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So difficult, these kind of conversations, because you say something and then in turn I think, oh, do I even mean that exactly? There's a real place for people who are scholars. Of course there is. So I don't want to in any way diminish that. But it's finding one's own path and thinking, that's not my path so much. And at the same time, I do have teachings that I immerse myself in for a long time. So I immersed myself in Satipatthana for a decade or more, Mm. very, very deeply, and did a lot of teaching on Satipatthana. Love that teaching. Again, it's very simple in essence. It's just the breath, isn't it? It's the well, breath and the mind. And it's the, the breath and the mind and the gap. Really, it's the yeah. gap. Being you know? aware. Being aware, knowing your Vedana. You know, that's really what it is. So we're not propelled by our sensations. And now I'm really into mind training, the Mahayana mind training teachings. And in a sense, I'm realising a lot of what I'm saying. It's a kind of lived experience of Tonglen. Yeah, it's a technical word and it can seem really complicated. You know, I'm breathing in the suffering of the world and I'm breathing out while wishing. Well, that's that's what Breathworks has been. Breathworks has been a massive expression of Tonglen. And then I find that really exciting when there's that synthesis between, oh, this is the experience and there's the teaching Mm -hmm. and it doesn't need to be technical and complicated. You could say that breath works both works just as well for people in pain as it does for people who want to understand why they're alive. Yeah. Breath works. Yeah. It strikes me that you're being honoured for exactly what the Pali Karen stuff is trying to point to. It's there to carry something through millennia, which is really just people talking about paying attention, bringing your awareness 
interplaced where you can actually make a positive difference. Yes. That's exactly. what it's all that complicatedness, all that technical <laughs> stuff is serving what you are doing. Yes. yes. And it is more than a translation, right? It's lived mm. it's lived dharma. Yeah, I would say it's lived dharma. Yeah, I think that's a really helpful way of putting it. Mm. And the more I do it, the more inspired I get and the more my practice deepens. Mm. And I think the sort of litmus test is that I mean yeah, I do get really knackered at times, of course I do. But are you filled up by what you're doing or are you drained by what you're doing? And as Sona was saying, a lot of my work, I don't experience it as work. It's play. It's, mm. it's just living. <laughs> living. <laughs> it's just living. Yeah. And it's, it's what I want to do. And it's, it's also paradoxical. You kind of think these things because, in a sense, what I spent 20 years doing is turning towards suffering in myself and other people. Now, that does not sound an attractive proposition intellectually or theoretically. Mm. Like, what do you want to do with your life? Well, I want to be the suffering expert. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be honoured by the Queen because I'm the suffering expert. But, oh, my God, I've had so many deeply moving, moving mm. communications with people because suffering strips you bare, strips you bare, and you're just left with something very pure. I've often had that experience. And it keeps me humble. My own suffering keeps me humble, which I think is really good. Even this, obviously, I'm excited today yeah. and I'm enjoying it and I'm having a day of being a celebrity. And I know that the news cycle moves on very quickly <laughs> and tomorrow I'll just be back to normal. But in another way, I'm not taking any of it very seriously, you know. You take your other work more seriously. Yeah, I don't think it's going to my head. I hope it's That's not. That's why you got the OBE, you see, because you actually take the other stuff more seriously. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so I'm able to I really... don't give it to people who just want yeah, OBEs. that's mm. true. So I'm enjoying it, but I think I'm holding it all quite lightly. Mm. Well, one of the things I feel I got from Bante, one of the descriptions I use sometimes is I think Bante, for me, was a portal. So Bante, he's given me the gift of the Dharma that I don't know that I would have been able to understand if it had come in another package, you know, because he was so good at communicating the essence of something in language for Westerners. So now I feel my job is to be a portal. You know, mm. That's what I really want to be, as a portal for other people. And even if it's just a tiny little mm. ray of light, just a tiny little speck of light, that's a wonderful thing to bring into this world. And I think that's what we're all trying to do, I think, is be portals for one another. Yeah. Maybe you haven't thought of this yet, but your name, Vidya Mala, be interesting to tell people what that means, but also, have you reflected yet on the connection between that and what you're being honoured for? No, I haven't, but I could but do so right now. It would be fantastic <laughs> to hear your thoughts. Yeah. All of these weird Buddhist names, and it's moving into a public sphere. Yeah. And your name's actually pretty well known already. It's easy for people, Vidya Mala. She's the person who cares about my well-being. Well, I think I'd like to really express my gratitude to Sona here, because when I was starting out, I thought, it's a bit weird. You know, I want to help everybody and I've got this weird name that maybe will be a block or an obstacle. And my other name is Prue, which is one syllable. <laughs> quite easy to say. But Sona was always quite assertive, saying, no, you should be Vidyamala. It's important that you're Vidyamala. And I'd say, well, it's fine for you to say that you're called Sona. That's a very short, simple name. But I know Sona very well, and he's usually onto something. You know, there's a wisdom there. And I thought, mm, okay, I'll call myself Vidyamala. And then, you know, at the beginning, when I was doing just a few courses at the Buddhist Centre, and then when we started Breathworks more formally a few years later, 
I thought, well, maybe I should be Prue. But of course, by then, I had a bit of a reputation as Vidyamala, so the die was cast. Mm-hmm. But I still had ambivalence for many years, thinking, oh, God, it's all a bit weird, you know. Why didn't I just call myself Prue? And now I think it's brilliant that I'm Vidyamala. And I think it's brilliant, Sonia, that you kept on saying that you should be proud. You're channeling something. Your name is a symbol for something. Mm-hmm. Because people do sometimes ask me what it means. And I say, well, I'm an ordained Buddhist. And it's a symbol of my Buddhist commitment. And that's significant for people. I think people often, they enjoy hearing that. And for a lot of people, the other thing I've realised is it's actually not as weird as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Like for a lot of people, as you say, I'm just Vidya Mala. Mm-hmm. And my name means Mala is garland. And Vidya is, I often say it's garland of wisdom, but it's a particular aspect of wisdom, which is seeing the world as beautiful rather than functional. So it's a kind of aesthetic. And it's also, as a translation, it's the same word as rigpa in Tibetan, which means pure awareness. Mm. So that's really interesting. Mm. It's like intrinsic, pure awareness. It's big mind. It's free mind. It's the blue sky. And that's what I'm bringing into the world. But I really appreciate you asking that question because I hadn't even myself quite made that connection. But that's often what I'm teaching. I use the language of blue sky mind, Mm -hmm. just resting in awareness and letting the play of the sensations and the thoughts and everything sort of Mm -hmm. arise and pass within awareness itself. Mm. So, of course, that's my name. Thank you. Of course. But you've been very generous with your time. Maybe one last question. You're being seen. There is a heightened awareness comes with this kind of honour. And it'd be interesting to hear your thoughts about what does that mean for Breathworks and the project, which is going to live on beyond you. That's mm. clearly part of your own vision. And what does it mean for you? You know, this lassie from down under. I know, yeah. Yeah, lassie from down under. Well, I think, I don't really know what it means for me. Are you happy about it? I mean, does it touch? I'm, ha- I'm happy, yeah. I mean, I'm, Would your I'm parents happy. be proud? Oh, that? yeah, my parents would be so proud. And then when I got the letter, I did cry a little bit because they both died in the last seven, eight years. And my dad in particular, he would have been beside himself. So I felt really sad about that. But mostly I'm happy for Breathworks because Breathworks can use this as a springboard to greater awareness. And, you know, we're hardly touching the sides of suffering in the world. Yeah, we're doing well. We've got more than 600 teachers in, I think, 35 countries, something like that. It's amazing. And something like 30% of the population live with chronic pain. One in three live with a long-term health condition. One in four have got depression. I mean, the statistics are horrifying. We're not a happy species. I think the modern world isn't helping in many ways. Well, people are living longer, which means our bodies have more years of dysfunction these days and of course we've got the whole mental health crisis which is severe so I just want Breathworks myself and Breathworks to use it as a way to open more doors so we can help more people it's very simple so that's the main reason I'm really happy to have it I think great this is really good we can use this to help more people and we're really going to milk it as much as we Yay, can. <laughs> milk away. Yeah. When do you go to the palace? I don't know when I go to the palace. Because of COVID, there's a backlog of people. I think it might be called investiture or something exciting. <laughs> so I really don't know. And I don't know where I'll go. I will be to a palace, I hope. And I doubt very much I'll get it from the Queen because she's 96 or something now. And I hope that she doesn't do this kind of stuff anymore. So it will be one of the... Junior royals, I would think. Mm-hmm. I'll get a frock and, you know, it'll be exciting. And, and Sonia will come with me. And a medal. Yeah, I'll get an actual thing, apparently. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, when it happens, we'll cover it in some way. We'll make sure people could see you with your medal. Yeah. Being honoured. Yeah. It's very beautiful sitting here, actually, in the sunlight. I wish you could see this. We're bathed in sunlight. And I just noticed there's this beautiful carving of the Bodhi tree, Mm. the tree under which the Buddha... Yeah. Sees into the nature of reality and sees the depth of kindness. Yes, and like Jita Senna. Yeah, Jita Senna made that persona. Jita yeah. Senna, yeah. It's beautiful, isn't it? Sees what's needed, yeah. and you've just spent this wonderful life like, giving what's needed. Mm-hmm. And Lucky, it's very, it's actually yeah. a really good symbol of you because you can see its roots drawing goodness from the earth and it's going up into the branches, but it's all falling back down into the roots. That's true. Mm. Mm. This is really how Vidya Mala's works of breath works. She's taken from the roots of her own suffering Mm. and it's blossomed out into this wonderful Mm. project and helped so many people. And, you know, it's helped you a lot, hasn't it, to to deal with your own disabilities and difficulties. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty beautiful image to finish with. Yeah. Congratulations, Vidya Malak. OBE. OBE. Yes, and thank you so much, Sona, for everything you've done, you know, at Breathworks. But more importantly for me, you know, you've been such a support. I wouldn't have done it without you, definitely. I couldn't have done it without you. Thank you. And then Aria Jai, my dear friend, lives down the road. Lives down the road, my dear, dear friend. Oh, yeah. Well Congratulations. done, Mala. I hope yeah. you enjoy milking it for everything that it's worth. Yes, yeah. I intend to. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be back again soon with another story of practice life, why it matters to take Buddhism and meet your own culture yes. and find a way to yes. find a way to help. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. We can all do that. 